Hello, welcome to our bonus episode for the pusher. The huffing noise you can hear is not a uh, tiger about to pounce, but Steve-O checking the smell of his edition of the book. Um, he's, I think he's a bit disappointed in the um, Doesn't smell of, of anything. <laughs> well, as I said, it's, it's too Hence new an edition, isn't it? numerous sniffs to... Um... To check. Eek out an odour. <laughs> to try really hard. Did you smell my book, didn't you? I did, yeah. That, that smelled pleasantly old. That was always... For it is an older edition. It is an older edition. And, Mine's um, new and therefore doesn't smell Well, anything. I'll describe my edition first. Mine's the Penguin edition, the mm. um, which I got a bit confused by. I couldn't work out what year it was actually published because on the copyright page at the front it said first... Uh, it said... Published in Penguin Books 1963, but it doesn't actually say when this book came from. And I looked at the back and it said 399. Mm. I was like, well, 1963, you couldn't have had a price <laughs> as £3.99. No. And I went onto a sort of website that calculates equivalent prices. If this was published in 1963 and cost £4, it would have been the equivalent of £58 in today's money. And worth every penny. <laughs> well, definitely. But actually, as it turns out, the mystery doesn't end there. This was published in 1970, a year before decimalisation, and still has 399 printed on it. So it must have... I think it was published very late in 1970 with anticipation for... Cunning. Decimalisation coming out. I suppose it would have been daft to publish it at that stage with um, shillings and stuff. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, there's a little historical oh. artefact there in, in my... Go. And mine's got a very exciting cover of a syringe with a feather by it. So, yeah, so someone's explained a couple of points from, from the book and they're going, that'll do. Graphic design being uh, somewhat more simplistic <laughs> in, in, in Penguin's publishing house in those days. The McBain and the Push has got a good font. Yeah, it's a nice logo on the front cover as well, actually. That's, that's oh, yeah. true. Um, and it's a nice addition, but um, yeah, it's uncomplicated, shall we say, in its uh, its uh, portrayal of what might come up. It's, it's a bloody big syringe, that. It's like turkey basting syringe, <laughs> that. Well, you know, they were you know really into it in no those days. No wonder he died of an overdose. <laughs> <laughs> Just stick it up his nose. <laughs> God, yeah. yeah, I've got, and also this is, I bought this on eBay, I think, this book, and inside it's got a mysterious ink pattern on it mm. and some lines that look almost like some child has perhaps tried to draw something, but not quite. So I'll put a picture of that up, and if you want to interpret it, then um, mm. feel free. And whereas Steve-O has the... Well, mine's the same as uh, the previous two, actually. So, um, yeah, nothing uh, other to report the um, the Orion uh, 2002-3 UK third paperback Orion books. So, yes, I've pretty much described those um, yeah. previously. Smaller syringe, a bit more <laughs> accurate, and a screwed-up $100 bill. But Morgan's got a, a variation of this uh, variation uh, edition, of the thing. I have it's the, three uh, times bigger. Yes, the Orion 2009. Uh, Large th- print edition. Three books in one <laughs> omnibus edition, uh, which like, it just ridiculously um, puts the pusher with King's Ransom, which is, I think, early 60s, is it? Possibly? Something like that. Yeah. Relative, yeah. And Money, Money, off. Money, which is early 2000s. Totally Why not? insane. Makes no sense at all. There's no thematic link, is there? There either. I don't think. No, no. Did someone's just gone? We've got this many pages to fill. Which three books will fill it? 
Oh, that'll do. Yeah, and and of course, then they have to choose one cover for yeah. it rather than make a new one. So, what's on the cover? Uh, it's the cover of King's Ransom. Oh, right. Mainly, okay. it's got a little thumbnail of uh, your editions cover on oh, the back. Oh, right. I see. Um, but yeah, it, it, I mean, I was nice enough I'm though. These happy Ryan's, to get it. And I quite happily read all three books in sequence. Didn't make any particular sense continuity wise, but I enjoyed <laughs> them all. So, fair enough. Fair enough. Talking about books, I was at another good second-hand bookshop in Liverpool today, which was Henry Bone Books near Lime Street Station. It's been around a long time, that bookshop. Um, it has an advantage over Reed's Liverpool by being slightly easier to find the sections for what you want. Mm. Sorry, Reed's, I do love you, but um, it's quite hard sometimes to find the bits unless you know it. Very narrow aisles in there. Yeah, it's quite hard to get around. Neck is mm. quite difficult. It's quite hard to get around Henry Bone though, because it is so. It's got a weird island in the middle of it. Mm, it does. Yeah. But I was looking for a copy of uh, Rabbi Burns' poetry for my partner Lorraine, and I, I found a rubbish penguin one. It was the only one on the shelf in the poetry section, and I went to buy it. It was two pounds. And as I was walking along, I found another copy, an old copy, mm. probably from sort of nineteen hundred something like that, perhaps earlier. And I looked at, it, I thought that's just so much nicer, and it was a complete complete works of Robbie Burns and it was old and it was in good nick <coughs> excuse me it was in good nick and so I looked inside and I thought it said £10 and I thought Do you know what she's worth £10 I'll, <laughs> I'll put down the rubbish penguin edition and I'll I'll buy this and I went over to the till and I passed it to him and he went oh alright okay 10p <laughs> excellent so she's also worth 10p yeah yeah <laughs> At which point, yeah, I subtly moved where my fingers were in my wallet across to the uh, the coin thing. So that was today's book buying adventure. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention about books and Ed McBain, or rather not Ed McBain, Evan Hunter, is I have now read The Blackboard Jungle, Ooh. which is very, very interesting. And I'm looking forward to watching the film and comparing because I suspect they might not have much to do with each other. Quite possibly. So perhaps we should all watch the film together and uh, yeah, and report back on that uh, rock and roll so, mayhem. So what's the uh, what's the book like then? It's thematically and tonal. It's got. It, I think it's quite violent. It's quite a violent portrayal of of technical colleges, which would now be sort of vocational colleges mm. like we have law today. Government is slowly killing off. Um, yeah, it's some some very strong violence in it, but also a sort of it's got it goes some way towards an interesting moral point and like a a breakthrough and a positive message, and it doesn't quite get there, and bad things happen to the main character who you like, and I suspect the film doesn't do it mm. anything like that in quite such a dramatic way. It mm. certainly doesn't have a moment in the book where it says. And then they listened to Rock Around the Clock <laughs> and all had a jive. Oh, well, that, that, that's it. It's finished for me. Yeah. No Bill Haley cameo in the book. Mm. But it's very good. Very good. Um, yes, the book that made uh, Evan Hunter's name, really, mm. and enabled him to be the writer as Ed McBain that he became. It's a very interesting man. Yes, indeed. Okay. Anything exciting happened to you chaps? No. No. <laughs> Don't think so. Oh dear, oh dear. It's just been getting into the new year, hasn't it? As I said, the uh, the exciting golden horizons that we've got. <laughs> golden horizons. Like you read that however you want, given some of the stories that have come out around oh God, yeah. the megalomaniacal Satsuma. So I think we'll leave it at that then and perhaps go off and um, 
Should we do a pub quiz? Why not? Okay. My specialist subject, Ed McBain. <laughs> Bye. Bye.